I have some really exciting news to share with you and I want you to stick around for the rest of this episode. Welcome to Storytelling Secrets. This is the podcast for coaches, consultants, and course creators who want to unlock their core stories and use the stories to sell more online. It's a place to master persuasion and influence so you can build a deep relationship with your audience. And it's a place where real-world marketing strategies, tips, and lessons are shared freely. If that interests you, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Jules Dan, and I've battled my way from being a broke group fitness instructor to a full-time, in-demand, freelance email copywriter. Now, I'm ready to get to work. Follow along on my journey as I share my everyday hard-won lessons. I'm Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. Okay, we're here. Welcome back. Hey, my name is Jules Dan. Welcome back to Storytelling Secrets. It's a very special day. You probably can hear there's a bit of echo going on in the background, and that's because I've moved out, and I'm really excited because one of the key messages I've met, I've left on Storytelling Secrets is always reveal your scars and not your wounds. And what that basically means is it's better to tell a story after you've gone through all that shit and then reveal how you got through those struggles. So I mentioned at the start of this year, I'd gone, I had, I was going through a pretty bad period. And I remember I took a few weeks off just to recalibrate. Um, and that's why yesterday I actually couldn't record a podcast because I was moving for nearly 13 hours. But I'm here now. I'm all set up, great house, great people, um, room's got high ceilings, so I'll have to think of a way to make a bit less echoey, but nevertheless, I'm super stoked, and the reason why I wanted to talk about that today is because <clears throat> I don't want to just tell my story just for story's sake, but I just wanted to tell it because there's a lot of lessons in there the last four years, I've, I've mapped it all down, I'm not going to go month by month or anything like that but if you've ever if you're just starting out or if you're in the like beginning to intermediate stages of your business I think this story is going to be really powerful for you going to give you some hope give you some inspiration and uh, I'm going to feel good just telling it because I've gotten through it it's still evolving but yeah here we go all right four years ago I remember I had this itch to start a business. Uh, was this 2017? I was a personal trainer still, and I realized that doing group classes one-on-one isn't the best way to leverage your expertise. So I, I went online. I started to try and create a, an online brand in the niche of biohacking, and I started experimenting with everything. So like uh, outsourcing, doing Facebook ads, creating content on blogs, on Instagram, on YouTube, you name it, I did it. I had absolutely zero strategy. I did not know how to sell. I was just picking up all these admin tasks and just looking what other people were doing and trying to emulate it. I didn't make any money for the full <laughs> 2017 to partway of 2018. Um, and then what I found was that when I started running Facebook ads, you know, I started getting email leads and I was like, oh, this is fun. I wasn't making any money. I was like, oh, this is just fun. Let me go and try and experiment this with other businesses. So I bought into a few different opportunities. So like a Facebook ad agency, a bot agency, and this is between middle of 2018 and 2019. And I was really excited. I knew I could do it. 
because I'd done it for myself. I started picking up a few different local business clients. I was cold calling. I was knocking people's doors. I was cold emailing. Uh, I was messaging on Messenger a lot. Found a ha- found a handful of clients. I did not did not know how to sell at all. Um, I just I, I think I just got it because I had a good offer, which was I think it was um, I'll run a birthday campaign for you, and if I generate leads for you, then it's a thousand dollars a month, and that worked a bit because uh, actually it's just so easy to create a birthday campaign in 2018 on Facebook ads if you're familiar. But uh, yes, I didn't really know how to write copy. I didn't know how to tell stories. And so every time I went to try something different with like a new offer, nothing worked. So very quickly, business dried up. I didn't have happy clients after a month or so. And I was just not sure if this is the direction I wanted to go. I, I was building lots of different chatbots. I was putting heaps of time into that. And no time into the skill of learning how to sell or write copy or tell stories, which is so important if you run an online business and especially if you buy yourself. And here's a little mini lesson I'm learning, I'm telling along the way. I was just learning technician skills. So setting up WordPress, creating blogs, editing videos. Uh, That is a monetizable school, but for the sake of this, I could have outsourced it. And I could have focused my time on how to bring in money to pay for the business, which I didn't. I wasn't aware of at the time. I didn't think, I didn't even, wasn't even aware of what copy and storytelling was. <laughs> I'm not even sure why I was having all these problems. So that was 2018 to mid 2019. Okay. By the end of 2019, I had come across copywriting and storytelling after going to an event in Boise, Idaho. And I met a bunch of copywriters and I, I kind of understood what they were doing. And I was like, oh, that's that's really interesting. I, I actually enjoy writing. Let me go explore this. Started reading some books, started listening to some podcasts. I worked with someone from Boise to create this chatbot, storytelling chatbot that funneled them into a book call and it worked so well. It was the first time I'd ever used a story. I was like, Wow. I think it was 113 people went through this bot and 65 went to a book a call page, which is nuts. And that's when I realized, okay, stories and copy are the best skill to learn right now. And that's what I came across, like mini lesson number two, was that I wasn't learning skills up until 2017, until 2019. I was, it was just technician. I was just jumping into opportunities rather than monetizing a skill, Okay. I think that was my biggest downfall. I was trying to do coaching. I was trying to do info products. And I was just like, dude, you don't have a monetizable skill. You have to get good at a skill in order to do those things. And that was my really big realization after two and a bit years. Um, But hey, the mess has got my message, right? Okay, here we go. Um, I'm just reading through my notes. Yep. Oh, that's right. Now I'm reading up to this point. It was about the end of 2019 was when I first started the podcast, Storytelling Secrets. And I wanted to create the Storytelling Secrets podcast because I knew how powerful they were. I saw the results firsthand. I saw what everyone else was doing on stage and stuff to sell their products. And you know, one of the first few episodes was actually deconstructing how Russell Brunson sold $3 million from his uh, online presentation. And 
I loved doing that. That was so fun. I was like, let's just keep doing this. It'll keep me accountable. And uh, I guess that's mini lesson number three. So find something you're really passionate about and then create content to keep you going. Because it's all well and good to do self-study and self-learning, but it's so much more powerful if you go out and learn it and then reteach it in content because your brain remembers it a lot easier. So I, I liked doing that just learning stuff, coming back, teaching on the podcast and it's the added benefit of creating content. You need to be doing that. So uh, it's the, the podcast is still in the making. So I've got heaps of reviews. We're at about you know 100 to 150 downloads and episodes depending on who it is and I started with maybe 10. So it's a slow grow but we're getting there. Um, if anyone's wondering, I'm completely transparent with stuff. If anyone's wondering, What's the go with the podcast situation? Probably a bit slower than everything else, but it's your platform. No one can take it away from you. I've said this so many times. I would reconsider maybe doing YouTube because it is more searchable. So if you're looking for more uh, like growing a list and um, maybe you're a bit more established and you have a wealth of knowledge, it might be a good idea to go to YouTube. But just starting out, I thought a podcast was a great idea. Um, but here's the thing though, as I was experimenting all of this stuff, you know, I had to actually make money in real life. And at the time, I was still a personal trainer part-time. I was, I think, 25 at this time or 26. Like, I was getting old. <laughs> and my friends were growing up. They had their post-grad degrees. They are already working full-time. And here I was trying to build this thing, which wasn't making any money, or barely. And I was still living at home. And it was a bit embarrassing, to be honest. Um... Because everyone else was just going out and doing stuff except me. And I remember it was towards, I, I, I decided I didn't want to do chatbots anymore. I wanted to do email because no one can no one can change the policies with email. It's really awesome for storytelling and copywriting. I'm going to go into this, started doing $5 an hour campaigns on Upwork. And, and I remember my parents were just like disappointed. They were, my dad was like, come on, man, you've been doing this for three years. You got to get, you got to get your life in order. Basically, if you want to keep living here, then you're going to have to look for another job. And I was broke as a joke. I had no money. I had literally no money. I was spending all my money that I made from the gym into you know courses and hosting and software and uh, and everything else. And when you're broke, you don't have options. I didn't have any. I, I couldn't just say stuff you. I'm going to go do this and. I could have, but <laughs> I didn't want to go live in just absolute shithole and grinding out. You know, in hindsight, you know, if I really wanted it, I probably could have done that. But at the time, I felt like I had no options. Hands were tied behind my back. I was like, okay, I'll go get a real job and then, you know, maybe do this on the side. And luck would have it. 2020 March comes along. COVID comes. And I know some people might be listening that lost a loved one. But for me, COVID was uh, a godsend. It was so good because I was made redundant. So they told me to pack up. You lost your job. And uh, it kind of gave me a reason to <laughs> not really pursue a full-time job because everything was uh, really up in the air. So what I did was I just kept going deeper into email copy and right at that time where it was all going crazy, 
my girlfriend at the time, I was seeing, uh, we were together for about two years. She was moving to Adelaide, which is a neighboring city about 10 hours away from Melbourne. And she said, are you going to come? And I just thought, why not? You know, new start, new beginnings. I don't have a lot of money, but I know the rent's cheap in Adelaide. So yeah, why not? Let's just, let's just give this a go. I'm doing a bit of stuff on the side with email copy. Let's just, let's just have a go. I didn't have a car. I chucked all my stuff into a one-way rental, computer, vision board, my stand-up desk, everything. I just put my whole life in there. My parents were kind of shocked, like, wow, you're actually doing this? Are you going to make it? Like, you're barely making 15K a year, (laughs) maybe less at the rate I was doing. I was like, no, no, I'll be fine. And I get there and... I started getting a little bit better, getting, but it was at the start, I was really scraping by. Um, but I was listening to Pete Godfrey on the podcast, just learning about storytelling and copywriting and applying it to my Upwork clients. And that was the best thing ever because I was just getting results. And because of that, I was able to land a client, I remember, who paid me $40 an email. And I thought that was, holy crap, that was so good. I call up Pete and I say, this is after I had him on the podcast, so I built the relationship with him and I said, Pete, can you, can I please hire you to be my coach? And he's like, only because you've got the podcast and you've got something going on and I can see you've got some potential because I've stopped taking on apprentices. The first month is 1500 and you have to pay it up now. Are you, are you committed to it? And I was like, yes, just tell me exactly what to do. I'm going to do everything you tell me to do. He's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Pay me $1,500. we are going to hop on the call. I'm going to tell you, we're going to look at your first few emails and then we're going to get going. <laughs> and I'm just, oh, that was the start of the journey where things started to take off. It was so good. I started getting results, but I did have to work my ass off. I would hand in my emails to Pete and he would just rip them apart. They're like, these are terrible. Start again. I'd be handwriting sales letters. I'd be handwriting emails. Every single morning, I would get up and uh, write bullets and then make my own bullets. Bullets, if you're not sure, are like those sexy teaser pieces of copy that you see that look like bullet points. But I was just obsessed with this stuff. And I was just I had this newborn freedom, had our own place in Adelaide, it was by the beach. It was little did I know it was in like a not a good part of town, but it was by the beach. Uh, it was it just felt like a little haven away from home. No judgment, no fear of validation. I could just get to work, and it was one of the best feelings ever because I could just feel like there's no pressure. Basically, let me just go to my next notes. <laughs> new chapter yeah and uh kind of about eight months in because i was so into just learning copy and personal development reading books and i kind of just felt like my girlfriend at the time was just not really into that stuff and we're growing apart and this was really bugging me um i wanted someone who with the same sort of didn't necessarily have to be business but you know just really excited to learn new stuff and and being on the same, trying to grow as a person. And uh, it sat with me for about two months. 
and what do I do? What do I do? You know, we've just built, I've just, this is my new beginnings. Like we've created new friends here. We've created this home. Um, she's helped me. She's been a really big support. Like she wasn't, it's not like she wasn't supportive. She was so supportive of everything. But we were just, as people growing apart, which is, it kind of happens with relationships. And I was putting it into, I was putting everything I could into relationship, going on nice dates, uh, going, uh, you know, going nice, just doing nice things for compliments, um, making coffees every morning, doing everything I can to keep everything nice and fresh. But yeah, at that deeper level, it just wasn't working. And I know there were things with her that she wanted out of me that just wasn't working as well, um, which I won't get into. But um, And then I remember it was like January, I decided to just rip the bandaid off and tell her that I think it just needs to end. And she kind of felt the same way too. So doing that, I realized I can't stay in this city. Um, all my connections and friends and stuff, I need I need people right now. I don't need to be isolated right now. This is a really difficult time in my life. I don't want to be isolated. So <laughs> there was again, deja vu. Hire the one-way car rental from the same company, put everything back into my car, go back home. And I asked my parents, can I please stay here until I get my shit together and move out? You know, things are going well. I was making about 4K a month at the time. Um, can I please have someone to stay and do it? This time I had a skill though. And this is the thing I wanted to stress. I had a monetizable skill, which I didn't at that time when I was fluffing around being a gym instructor. And I use this time, there were so many lockdowns in 2021, I came in February and with all these lockdowns, I'm like, I'm not going to be moving out for ages, so I'm just going to be investing into myself. And that's what I did, I invested into how to close people on the phone, I invested in more into copyright, I invested more into how to market myself and marketing and you know, at the time, like I had this money to move out but I just thought it probably would be a good idea to invest. I'm not quite ready to just go out. I don't have all the skills yet. And I'll tell you what, it was like nine months of going to, uh, you know, catching up with friends. What are you doing now? Are you still with your parents? Oh, so you, you've got this new promotion. Oh, well done, well done. And sometimes it just really got to me that I hadn't, I was so far behind compared to everyone else. And I was still with my folks. And like I didn't really have much savings because I was just reinvesting, reinvesting, reinvesting and learning. And it kind of got to me a little bit at times. And I told myself, no dating, no girls, just exercise and business and learning and that's it. Man, this is a deep story. <laughs> when did it get to... It got it got really good at one point. And that was about September. I remember I started landing clients at March more than... Five times more than when I first started. I think I was doing emails for about a thousand bucks. And I was now doing ten five thousand bucks US. And... I scored two in a month and I was like, 
wow, first 10K month, this is amazing. Then I started getting results from those clients and then one of them was a quarter of a million dollars and I was like, holy shit. And uh, it just felt good. And then my city of Melbourne was announcing we're getting out of lockdown. I just thought, great, perfect. This is the be- This is the time I need to get out. I've saved up. I've learned all the skills. I'm ready to go. And here we are. Recording this on the 2nd of November, 2021. I moved in yesterday on the 1st. Oh, it was just such a, such a, yesterday, I don't even understand. Like I was getting ready in the shower and to get the van ready and stuff. And I just had this overwhelming joy which just, just came out of nowhere. And I think it just came from four years of just hustle and struggle and a lot of hard work, a lot of ups and downs, good times, bad times. And it was all just kind of like when I was back in, when I had that first taste of freedom when I was in Adelaide, a new chapter, free of judgment, free of validation, or seeking validation. Just here to create my own path, my own mission, my own destiny. Yeah, I'm still reflecting on it because <laughs> I still can't believe this is happening. But um, bottom line is, if you don't have a monetizable skill, then what are you doing? <laughs> because that's how I've been able to do this. A monetizable skill that people want Okay, I think maybe two people have drunk the Kool-Aid of coaching, selling your expertise, like coaching and stuff when you've just barely had any case studies. Um, well, this is just my opinion. I, I'm, I thoroughly believe that you need, to be, you need to have helped people, like a lot of people, if you want to start charging premium prices and uh, making your marketing a lot easier because <laughs> you could just market with proof. It's, it's harder to market a polished turd. You know what I'm saying? So get good at a skill. Start getting proof and case studies. Start marketing yourself. And it doesn't have to be storytelling or copywriting. It just, what is a skill that will help a business out? Directly or indirectly? Okay. Is it the mindset? Is it creating videos that make money? Is it writing scripts? Is it helping with relationships, which will then, you know, help them out in their business, but always thinking, I'm always thinking in this direction, how will it scale a business directly or indirectly and then market it that way? And that's it for Storytelling Secrets today. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you really enjoyed today's new episode. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review on iTunes. I really appreciate it. Other than that, thanks a lot for tuning in. I'll see you for Thursday's interview. Bye.